All right, let's talk some amazing Pacers. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is November 14th, 2021, and this is episode 548. Coming to you from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland. I'm your host this week, Jason Triplett. This show, we're discussing a two-in-one week in Pacer Nation, including games against Denver, Utah, and Philadelphia. Joining me to break all this down are two of our three analysts coast-to-coast, like buttered toast. First, from the uh, COVID responsibility capital of America, Asheville, North Carolina, (laughs) he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, my shout out this week is uh, TJ McConnell. Um, I think he might be petty. <laughs> uh, you think? He had eight points against his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, in this final game. Uh, six of those were in the final minutes to seal this win. I think he just likes rubbing it in. So <laughs> shout out to TJ McConnell. Maybe petty. Well, maybe he's just giving it to Dan Burke a little bit. And that voice you heard is coming to you from Boise, Idaho, out west. It's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? I am shouting out Rick Carlisle this week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We might talk about, uh, you know, who actually deserves one of these, but he's got my game ball of the week. Wow. Mm. Before we even put out the game ball, you're ready to already give it out. (laughs) I like it. Heck of a week. Before we uh, really get into things, just want to remind you that you this show is brought to you by you. Uh, you can support us if you head over to patreon.com slash undebeatables. Uh, and you can show your support for as little as a dollar a month. And of course, you can give uh, more than that. We have five and ten dollar levels. Um, and if you give it those, you get some sweet uh, merch and uh, access to behind the scenes type action is there a is there a top end on that could you give like a thousand dollars a month or whatever like is that possible we didn't if, put in a cap um, okay all right so yeah i mean if somebody just wants to you know give us 40 bitcoins a month like yeah yeah we're good <laughs> okay. Go all right just just putting that out there yeah at the low low cost of one bitcoin a month <laughs> you get <laughs> <laughs> you get a koozie and an occasional preview of something that's going to come up later. An occasional under Google. Oh, you can also be on our Slack, though. You can also yeah. be on our Slack. Yeah. Um, you can see uh, 
Colson say things like "hang on, Pacers," um, and then realize that he missed a, a comma, and so then uh, we realize without the comma, it's "hang on, Pacers," which is a different meaning. So then he has to add a comma later. That's uh, the slack. Come on, join us. It's fun. Yeah, Way to sell it, buddy. This is the kind of grammar <laughs> correction that uh, you can only get with a premium subscription. That's right. <laughs> All right. Three games this week, guys. We finished up that road trip out west uh, Wednesday uh, at Denver. As NBA nerds may know, you, uh, Jokic missed this game because he got into a tussle with one of the Morris brothers, and then the Morris brothers' other brother got into a tussle with the Jokic's brothers uh, on Twitter. So keep, stay tuned for that. Uh, right. The Pacers were also missing Levert. Uh, Pacers lose this game 101-98. to um, Sabonis had 20 points and 19 rebounds. Brogdon, 25, uh, 5 assists and 3 steals. Uh, McConnell had 16-9 and nine himself. Uh, over on Denver's side, it was Will Barton just putting it to us. He mm. threw in 30. And Zeke Naji, a player I literally never heard of, dropped 19 on our heads and uh, made some really clutch shots at mm-hmm. certain points. Uh, the following night, second night of a back-to-back, the Pacers go to Utah, one of the better teams in the league, undefeated at home. And, uh, of course, we just housed them, basically, <laughs> right. the entire time. Uh, win this game 111 to 100. Uh, Miles Turner and Rudy Gobert got into major beef, um, which I'm sure we'll get into more detail later. Turner had 13 uh, and nine rebounds and three blocks in this game. Brogdon just had a stellar game: 30 points, uh, eight rebounds, five assists. Um, and McConnell again: uh, 21 points, eight assists, and five rebounds think this is the he surpassed 15 points in four consecutive games which was like the first time he's done that in his career or in a pacer uniform at least and then saturday uh november 13th the pacers return to the field house uh finally playing uh the philadelphia 76ers who were without joel Embiid and multiple other players because of covid uh and Work their way to a calm, confident 118 to 113 win. Pacers were up by 20 at some point in this game. Uh, it was like for long stretches <laughs> in this game. Uh, Justin Holiday showed up, uh, dropped 27 in this game, making six of eight three point shots. Uh, Miles Turner continued his good play 20 points, six blocks in this six one. Six blocks! And Brogdon drops a triple double with 13. Uh, 10 and 10. First sure, just career? for fun. Just for fun. Is that right? His it, first? No. Definitely first in a Pacers jersey. I thought okay. it was his second. Definitely first in a Pacers jersey. Might okay, be second cool. for his career. Second in his career. All right. Shout out. Um, I shout. also, um, I do want to say that uh, fan of the show, Mike Morrow, uh, called us out as a team because last week we mentioned that Justin Holiday was going to be losing his minutes to Karis LeVert and uh, Chris Duarte and responded with 27 points um, Mm. on, (laughs) I mean, a six of eight from the range. So So, he's calling mm -hmm. us out for motivating our players? Is that what's happening now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, and I think that's fair. I don't feel feel like we've done anything wrong. I'm just saying he's... 
Uh, I think we motivated uh, Justin yeah, Holliday we to that uh, apparently not yeah. miss from the three-point range. Exactly. So shout out Justin Holiday. Yeah, really good week from him. A lot of guys had good weeks, but he was definitely one of them. He was in full heat check mode in that Philly game. I mean, he was yep. fading right from deep, and <laughs> I, I mean, he was just feeling it. It's super it fun, fun to watch, and it's you know, fun to watch him when he's in the zone, man. Absolutely, he's such a like a humble, nice kid, and like. He just gets a little hot, and he's like, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And he works so hard on defense, <laughs> right? You want to see those guys rewarded offensively. You want to see the ball go in for him. Uh, Sabonis so said, not even after this game. I think it was after the the uh, Denver game, or maybe it was the Utah game, um, that uh, Justin Holiday is our glue guy. He's the guy that keeps us together. And it's nice mm-hmm. to see him. Um, flourish occasionally on offense uh, because he's always doing it on defense. The other thing that um, uh, the, the guy that I want to shout out this week is sort of connected to um, Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday has taken Keelan Martin under his wing. Um, he said, "I'm going to teach." This, he said, "This guy has got incredible edge. He's offensively always ready to do, uh, you know, to get in there, be physical, and do the hard work." Um, but I'm just trying to teach him defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, and and he also said Tory Craig is also uh, trying to teach him defense as well. So if you get a Keelan Martin who's this confident coming off the bench offensively to play some competent defense because our two best defensive players on the wing, which is Tory Craig and Justin Holliday, are taking him on, you know, and teaching him how to do it, this guy is seeing some minutes, and I think Carlisle's really excited about it. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, should've. Keelan Martin hitting key shots and. Uh, the the utah game and he dropped 14 in that one uh and then dropped 13 against philly and in 25 minutes so he's really coach is really trusting him and letting him go out there and do things with the second unit i would say game of the week this week though has got to be this utah game right i mean uh pacers go into that you sort of assume that's a loss a second night of a back-to-back at altitude uh but I was hyper impressed with the way the boys came out in this one. And this is without Karis LeVert in this game. Right. So we uh, were having a scrounge for offense. Um, and Malcolm Brogdon really just turning it on in this one. To the point that we really, really frustrated the Utah Jazz. And this comes down to, you know, four minutes left in the game. Uh, the Pacers were up, I don't know, 10 to 12, basically, the entire second half. Utah's trying to make a run. Turner comes with a chase down block, uh, kind of on Gobert. Gobert took exception, thought there was a foul, and then pulls Turner to the ground. Grabs and then his Turner shorts. does. <laughs> that was the thing, apparently. Yeah, Turner yeah, yeah. was upset that he grabbed his shorts. Well, he pulled him down. Right. I, I, thought. I mean, like, yeah. That's how he so, talked about it, though, which I thought was funny. He definitely okay. pulled him down. <laughs> and then uh, Turner, as they're running back up in the floor, uh, decides to just shove him basically yeah. uh yeah. does a cleaner version racing. of the Jokic yeah, move just, gave him a little, uh, <laughs> just wanted to let him know he was there and then uh the a, a scuffle ensues uh several players come in both teams uh, show up who was joe ingles came in and just shoved a referee <laughs> and then donovan mitchell came in later and shoved another referee so they all get to- everybody gets no, tossed it wasn't it wasn't ingles because he was still in the game it was uh oh, it wasn't ingles it was conley and uh, oh, it was conley yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, all Con- their best Conley. players decided to go after yeah. the zebras. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conley, Mitchell, and Gobert there. all get tossed. So three of their five starters. Joe Ingles was still hitting threes down the stretch to try to keep them in it, but uh, um. Yeah, and I will say that that was maybe the most impressive part of that game. I mean, like, the the chunk leading up to it was very impressive. I thought we were play, doing great ball and player movement against one of the best defenses in the league, um, getting good looks, not the best, hitting yeah. tough shots, um, hanging with them defensively. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was certainly um, a sight to behold, and it definitely uh, helped us <laughs> that he got tossed in that whole fracas. <laughs> But the emotional pendulum sw- swung for a moment there after that um, melee, and the crowd was really into it. Uh, you know, the Jazz make a couple shots. It could have gone uh, awry, but I thought the Pacers really steadied the ship. Um, TJ McConnell, in large part, like making really smart plays, getting buckets opportunistically, uh, and the guys stayed solid on both ends, and, you know, it really wasn't. Uh, a match basically they they sort of kept that 10 10 point cushion um and uh wrapped it up so yeah you got you got to be super impressed with that. that that makes that flight back to indy then the next day much more enjoyable yeah. harper is this the win of the season or uh did you like the like the knicks win better uh, no, I, I mean, <laughs> to to go on the road, second out of a back-to-back, this is a much better win, right? And I, I even thought the level of control, not even like the level of talent that we're playing, but the level of control we showed over this game was even higher than the next game, which is mm-hmm. saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we right, just... because that game was, we were dominant yeah. in, you know, against the Knicks in New York, but like in Utah, like, my goodness, at altitude on the second night of a back-to-back, my goodness. And yeah, I, defensively, we really took it to him, and 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 holy rebounding, Batman! Uh, it's <laughs> yes, yeah. That's the that's that's kind of the unwritten story of the week. I mean, sixty four forty eight in Utah in the second half of back to back at altitude, mm. and I, this was like you know an impossible task for us two years ago, and and, and now these guys are out rebounding teams, and you know when a good team like Utah starts making shots and gets a little momentum getting those rebounds makes all the difference and, and, and just our, you know, ability to stick to the fundamentals at the end of that game got us home. So, yeah. And I mean, on the offensive glass too, I mean, we got 15 offensive rebounds in this game, which just creates so many more opportunities, um, are really, you know, as Pacer fans, we've experienced these as backbreakers, Mm -hmm. uh, many a time. And like, you could see it sort of frustrating, uh, the Utah Jazz, who are good really consider themselves <laughs> one of the better defensive really and rebounding teams in the league. Like, um, yeah, can't uh, can't say enough about that. The disappointing loss, I think, probably from Pacer pan- fans' perspective, obviously, is that Denver game. I mean, you, you we learn going into that 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 Jokic is out. They're also missing, of course, Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is now out, also out with a back injury. Uh, so their guys three have, best players are out. Yeah, yeah. Their starting guys have, like, never heard of to some degree. Um, and playing guys named Bones Highland mm. for, like, large minutes and Zeke Naji, and really uh, really putting it on us to some what was degree. The, what was the other guy that uh, d- d- started with a D? Dozier. Dozier? Dozier. 
freaking Dozier made killing a couple me. Clutch shots, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in a, he was very efficient his time on the floor against us. Which... It drove me nuts. I was like, who is this dude I've ever heard of and why is he killing yeah. us? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see us go out there early and Sabonis is like, hey, no Jokic, I'm going to work. And he, he right. immediately went into the paint and just started owning these guys. Like we set a good tone physically, but we just could not find a way to slow them down on the perimeter. I mean, right. Not having an answer for Jokic, we wouldn't be the first people to have that problem. But not having an answer to Will sure. Barton when there's no one else to defend. That's, you know, you, you know, know I, you I wonder that. if that's a if that's a game plan issue. You know, I wonder if we'd game plan for a Jokic. Oh, well, the guy and was then hotter not than all out. You know? But we need I mean, to throw more heat at him. Yeah, you got to do something while Will, Will Barton was that hot. I mean, you're right. I mean, he was just, he was a flamethrower. And mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was he was heat checking all over the place. You couldn't put a guy in front of him. He was he was putting up the most like thirty foot like off balance like bullshit shots, and they were going in. Like mm-hmm. you've got to get the ball out of his hand at that point somehow. Yeah, yeah. Probably didn't help that we were basically down a player because Chris Duarte had his first NBA experience in altitude and struggled <laughs> uh, in both the, the Denver the and the shorts on the, the sideline, needing oxygen. Oh, <laughs> like he was Boy, okay. you know that, is that Quentin Buckner just giving all him all kinds of help. You know I, mean, like, so. yeah. <laughs> I get it, man. I, I, I used to live there. Like Walking up the stairs is, is can be a challenge. I, I can't imagine being a professional athlete, and especially no. if you're a rookie. My goodness. Just bonkers. I mean, it, look, it, it was it was a disappointing loss, but what did we do? We, you know, we, we didn't get pissed off and down on ourselves. We didn't hang our heads. We went out the next night, and uh, we're not going to play, you know, we're going to play up and down, you know, on the second half of back-to-back. You know, we're going to take it to one of the best defensive teams in the league who hasn't lost at home, and we corrected every single problem the next night. And and that is hard to do on the second night of a back to back. You're right, mm-hmm. Harper. Like, I mean, what, what I think has been so impressive about just these last two weeks. I mean, you know, we went three and one last week um, after just a terrible start to the season. Horrid. You can start to see us correcting things, getting better game by game. And I really wanted us. I thought that we needed to win that Denver game to make this week work because we were going to lose the next two games. Without Jokic, we've got to win this game. Without you know Michael Porter Jr., we got to win this game. We didn't, but you know what we did? We won the next two against arguably you know better teams. Um, and I, I was just very pleased the way that we are continuing to adjust and continuing to get better every game. Yeah, I mean we've won five of our last seven. You know we've held three of those teams under a hundred points. Uh, we've had what, like four or five seventy-point halves this season. This 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 team can play, and if if they're going to be on a string defensively with Miles Turner averaging four blocks a game, I know he won't do that all season. By the way, but he's a, for he's a, real, he's averaging three point five right now. It's not bad, and, and, and he I, he has like thirty four over his last four or something. Just outrageous. <laughs> so okay, I, I'm with you. Like I. Okay, so I think we should talk about this in the next episode because I, I think there are some real trends that are happening here that that first two weeks of basketball didn't show who we're going to be, and I think we can talk about it. But, like, I really do – I'm excited about the direction this team is going. Um, 
and I I listened to a bunch of uh, post game uh, this this week because I just was really obsessed with how this team was feeling about itself, and um, basically what Carlisle said was. I'm figuring out who these guys are, and I'm trying to figure out how to let them be who they need to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how to let McConnell be who he needs to be. I'm trying to figure out how to let Keelan Martin be who he needs to be. I'm trying to figure out how uh, to let Miles Turner be who he needs to be. And like you feel like I just it just feels so different than when last season where. These guys were just sort of like we had one game plan going into the season, and that was just what we were going to go with. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't work or whatever, people just fell to the wayside. Carlisle is willing to continue to mold this team and allow these guys to be the best players they can be. And I think we're going to continue to get better over the season because of that, because he's a real professional goddamn coach. And it's very mm-hmm. exciting. And you know that he's a professional because he says stuff like, we can't get all willy nilly. And start throwing passes into the no smoking signs. If that's not coaching 101, I don't know what it is. I love that. Hey, look, I, I will say that our major problem right now is not rebounding, which is insane to say because it's been our major problem for like three years. Our major problem is turnovers, which has not been our problem for like the last seven um, or ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've always been a careful basketball team, and right now we're losing games because we're chucking the ball into the no smoking sign. Um, and that's something we got to get better at, but that's something that can be picked up. That's something that can be fixed. Well, I mean, sure. We go into Utah the next night and only give up 10 turnovers on the night. Right. I mean, right. But we gave up, well, we gave up 15 against Philly. We gave up, you know I mean? Like we need to be getting down to around 10 or below. And we've been, we're, I think we're in the uh, bottom half of the league. We're in like 25, of, of our turnovers per game right now. Yeah. And like that needs that, that can be cleaned up. You know, it's, it's easier to clean that stuff up than it is to clean up rebounds, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that I totally agree with you that the, the force uh, with which this team is playing is, is a great sign and, and not something that you can reinvent on the fly. And I think that that's definitely starting to show. I think it also helps this year that, um, you know the the league is is letting people play a little bit more physical, um, right? And you can know. you can you expand on that? Maybe we well, talk so about right, that so they okay. yeah yeah we can talk about it. I'll, I'll just say briefly, right? There were rule changes that you know prevented you know offensive chicanery. <laughs> um, <laughs> See anything James seems, Harden does as the footnote, yeah, or right. Trey Young right? or Chris Paul, uh, <laughs> but it seems that that the the officiating has sort of gone on beyond that a little bit too so you know if you go into the lane and go up for There's a shot no you really have to right. be fouled for a foul to be called right? right and so this is a lot i mean not that turner wasn't a great shot blocker before but he's allowed to be even more um aggressive because uh, you know, he doesn't think yeah, he's gonna get that whistle right? Right. right exactly yeah which it which is what i've been bitching about for the last few seasons that the offensive look I like a free-flowing game, um, and I don't want things to get too ugly because we used to watch basketball games where you know the the score was sixty to seventy-five, and like that's not cool. But like whatever adjustment they've made, the offense is still going on both sides of the ball. But 
it just seems a little more fair. Like I want to be able to guard somebody, you know, and yeah, yeah, they're yeah, allowing sure. us to play defense. Uh, I want you I to be able to guard somebody to too. But <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Do you You've want really me to be able to guard somebody? Because that's attacks. never going to happen. <laughs> I get winded getting yeah. out of a chair, my friend. So, <laughs> my curls are uh, beer to my mouth. Twelve ounces. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we move on, I do want to um, insert a little bit of a note here. So, part of the reason perhaps that we didn't get the utah jazz's best effort is that their team in the city of salt lake city has been um dealing with a tragedy i don't know if you guys were aware of this but um a uh 10 year old girl there isabella faith tishner was uh or i guess committed suicide earlier this week and uh she was a, a victim of bullying and uh, racist uh, comments and people making fun of her because she was autistic and uh, Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingalls have, have been very outspoken about this um, and reaching out to the family and uh, <laughs> it's just a, a super sad uh, story so we'll link to their they have a GoFundMe page for her family which is I'm sure just devastated uh, at this point dealing with uh, the loss of their daughter and dealing with a school system that doesn't seem to be responsive to, um, you know, these issues, uh, which independent studies had, uh, or investigations had revealed, you know, the extent of this bullying. And it seems that administrative steps were not taken to sort of deal with it. And now, you know, there's just this horrible, horrible thing. I hate to bring that up. I know we're having a great time with Pacers basketball, but I, this came to my attention and I, it hit me hard. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to let other folks know. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll link Fair to it. Give a couple bucks. For sure. Um, yeah, I do I, I do want to um, uh, see if we can give out the game ball for the week. Um, apparently right, let's Harper's do already, that. Harper's already done, given it to uh, Coach Rick Carlisle. The right person. What do you got? <laughs> um, so, so my nominees are um, uh, Keelan Martin, uh, TJ McConnell, Miles Turner and uh, Justin Holiday. Would you also like to nominate uh, Jeremy Lamb, uh, Karis Levert? Nope, nope, no. Nope, that's it. Uh, that's it. Those, those are the four <laughs> nominees. This is quickly becoming a Magic Johnson tweet. You know who <laughs> so, else is a good pacer? <laughs> Goga Batadze. Hey, look, look, look. Uh, okay, Tory um, Craig's pretty good. We didn't. We didn't shout out uh, the Denver game. Jeremy Lamb had a shot at the buzzer to tie the game mm-hmm. it was like from 30 feet it was not a great look we didn't have a lot of time on the clock missed it he's just not played since then really i mean he's played since then but he's playing he like make a couple of clutch shots before that i thought oh no i no, i agree but like i don't know if that like totally destroyed his confidence or whatever but like keelan martin is getting his minutes at this point no, keelan martin is earning minutes yes yeah. i mean I, I think that yeah it's with the way Duarte is playing, the way Justin Holiday is playing, it's tough out there. Karis LeVert back there's there's not a lot of it minutes. It is at tough the out there, and we still ain't yeah. seen T.J. Warren yet. I mean, it is a battlefield right. <laughs> in the middle of that lineup. <laughs> but Keelan has um, been so, excellent. 
I think he's I think he's my game ball of the week. Honestly, like what was he like 14, 13 and 8 this week, you know, for his points. Something like that. Um I mean, something like the that and just delta relative to, you know, you know, value above his average, right? Right. Exactly. Like he's just not been seeing the floor and then suddenly he comes out and he starts giving this to us. Um if if what uh you know, what coach and and uh you know, Justin Holiday are saying that he's you know, soaking up the knowledge of, uh, of the defense, but he's also always just been crazy aggressive, wanting to see the floor and trying to, you know, see minutes. And, like, if he can continue this path, like, shout out. Yes, yes, did uh, TJ McConnell win that game going down the stretch with some brilliant play? Uh, yeah, of course. But I think I'm giving it to uh, Keelan Martin. Yeah, I, I, the other thing, too, is – one of the things that maybe we didn't think coach was very willing to do was give guys minutes who aren't regular rotation yeah. guys. And right. he's shown a real willingness to do it that season or do it so far this season. He's willing to I experiment agree. deep down the roster and it's paying dividends. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's why you're giving it to Carlisle, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm going to start sounding like a broken record, but it's just nice to feel like there's a plan. You know, in every game, like there's there's no panic and there's a plan Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, cool, let's do this. And it seems like, you know, as you were saying, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more on Thursday, but like he's really figuring out how to get people into positions where they can succeed, which is like that is the coach's number one job missing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's it's fun to watch. I would I'm giving my game ball to Turner because I just want to keep heaping praise on this guy. While no he's doing doubt. great things, um, and hopefully he keeps doing it because he's just playing like a different kind of player. Like mm-hmm. he is super active, throwing his body around, um, not taking no shit off nobody. Right. Uh, I'll you know. fight you if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked in the uh, the post game interview after the Utah game. I think they were talking to Brogdon, and uh, he got a little smirk on his face, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we got the number one shot blocker in the league. You know, he had to." go against the number two shot blocker this week so uh you know just like it was it was awesome it was, so so his team's got his back and uh and he's playing well and yeah keep grabbing those boards miles and the difference mm-hmm. has been he's his aggressiveness on the boards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. among the players the guy who i give it to would be malcolm brogdon uh look he's had a fine mm-hmm. start to the season he's a solid basketball player for us never not happy with what he contributes but when his game is next level, like it was the last couple games of this week, uh, I, I mean that just brings a, a dimension to our team where, I, I mean we're we're going to be real tough to stop. I mean w- with all the intangibles mm-hmm. that he brings, you know if he if he's a thirty point triple dub threat on a night in night out <laughs> basis, like that is yeah. really valuable. That'd be all right. No, yeah. That would be good. All right. Well, this week the Pacers go back out on the road. It was a it was a quick trip home. Don't even know if they unpack their bags. They're back on the road um, at New York Monday into the Mecca. Uh, Wednesday at Detroit, taking on the Pistons. Uh, Thursday, no wait, that's Friday at Charlotte. Get some revenge on those Ugh. jerks. Uh, and then Saturday, home hosting the. Zion-less New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, so yeah, lots of winnable games this week. <laughs> I would say, especially for uh, 
a team that is uh, stringing to get wins together against really good sweep. teams. Sweep. So. Gotta keep. You calling it sweep? The momentum going. I like a three in one week myself, but yeah. See, I was gonna call three and one, but now that you call three and one, I'm gonna go sweep. Okay, cool. I like it. Let's do it. All right, so uh, we'll be back on Thursday to talk a little bit more about this amazing Pacers team. Uh, and for now, we just want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to keep in touch with us between now and then, uh, we are Undebeatables on Twitter. We are Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Uh, we are TheUndebeatables.com. Uh, there's a contact form. You can uh, message us there. We also have an email. Uh, shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. Uh, there's a t-shirt left. You should probably buy it. You know that feeling when you, you, uh, buy a t-shirt and you get it home and you try it on for the first time and it's a little bit too small. That's Mm -hmm. the experience Mm -hmm. we want you to have. (laughs) For the architect, Donnie Walsh and our once and always hall of fame coach, Bobby Leonard. Turn out the light. The party over. <laughs> that was uh, that was something. Did you have some sours today. That was a thing. No. <laughs> Last week you had oh, no actually, sours. Actually, that's not true. That's not this true. This week I you have had sours no sours. Today. What are you even no, doing I had no- there? No, I did have sours today. It okay. was like, okay. it was great, fantastic. We went to a brewery and I had some sours Where's, today. Yeah. Where, where'd you go? Uh, what was the place called? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I had too many sours. I don't remember it. I'll, I'll <laughs> just I'll, the right I'll, number I'll of sours. Yeah, <laughs> judging from judging from that uh, song, you also had some sour gummies. <laughs> no, I didn't have those either. Doing, doing some damage. Didn't have any of those either. Just uh, you know, we when you when you start in in Asheville with brunch. It's a it's a long way back to the house because there's so many breweries <laughs> in between you and the house. It's true. Took a while it to get back. True. That's all I'm saying. It is true. I made it it's back just in time to record. Literally, doesn't matter where your house is. There's a lot of bars in between. That's <laughs> mm. right. And I'm gonna figure out the name of that brewery and send you all the sour mixes. <laughs> Most of that made sense. Thanks. <laughs> And it'll be good. (laughs) Okay. Save something for show two, Colson.